taking off in five, four, three, two. Yeah, we back. We're back. You know, it's it's been a while. No, it hasn't been a while. We uh we did a show like a Saturday. Yeah, we did a Saturday yeah, show. Yeah, we, we did a Saturday show, uh, which was a good good lively lively debate that I think yes, we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh we chopped it up about a lot. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Every time I'm away from the mic, though, I'm starting to feel a little bit because we now we changed instead of doing the shows uh, Mondays and Saturdays. Yeah, that's now the thing. We're, now- so yeah. it feels like th- there's a longer time period between when we record. Yeah. We, we shifted up the schedule a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It, it, yeah. Like, it feels. I get a little itch. I yeah. get a little like. Yeah. When I see something happen, I'm like, oh. You're excited. Yeah. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, obviously there's been a lot that's happened, uh, you know, since, uh, since Saturday. What's the well, big story right now? Well, I would have to say Grammys, which we're going to talk about later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, in, in like film and TV, there's Grammys, there's, there's some movies coming out. Yeah. Um, we're only two months away from Game of Thrones. I, yeah, I don't know what to do with myself right now. So I, I read this thing and there's like, we're yeah. two months away from being four months away from, <laughs> from the end. The end. <laughs> Yo, have you seen yeah. the run times for the I, last I hope they're episodes? eight hours each. So I, I think the first three <laughs> episodes are 60 minutes long and then the last- That's it? Then like the last six are like eighty minutes long. They should make them all one hundred and twenty minutes long for each episode. I wouldn't mind one hundred and twenty minute long episodes. Fuck it, but yeah, it's like your last season go out with a bang. Episodes, it's it's pretty long, but like there's yeah. just so much to tell. I mean, and what? then that's it. It's done. Yeah, I, but I, look, my my heart's gonna break, I, and here's why. So I know. We're gonna somewhat. Some, there's gonna be some big twist, right? We 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 know that there's gonna be. So we we got a already got a couple big twists, and now I'm proud of myself that I can actually talk fluently about Game of Thrones. But um, we got a a, a few big twists. Spoiler alert for anybody who uh, hasn't watched it, which that was me a few weeks ago. Yeah. But uh, that's changed. Um, like Jon Snow, you know who his parents are, yada yada. Um, we're gonna have another one, and it's gonna be a heartbreaker. And I think I know what it is. I think Sansa or um, Arya, one of them has to die. Of course, yeah, yeah. No, that, yeah. that's. I, I, I hope I think it's Sansa. Both of them are probably going to die. Uh, if I'm being perfect, I'm fine with both <laughs> of like them not, dying. Arya is definitely going to last till the end. She's is, a survivor. You think so? She's like Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I like Arya, um, yeah. If she were to die, I wouldn't like. My heart wouldn't break over Arya. I, I would because it, it, it seems like it's her journey. We've actually been almost closest to out of anybody's. Right. We, we we've seen her get lost out of the entire basically the entire story just to have her come back. Uh, and you see what kind of state she's in. She's to me, she's the one who's had the most growth yeah. out of everybody. If Arya were a man. Yeah. In this show, if she were like bigger and stronger, don't come for me, <laughs> <laughs> feminist. <laughs> if she were what, uh, Maxine Waters, if she were like had the hounds, um, like size and masculinity and strength or whatever, yeah, I feel like she would be a, unstoppable. Just a yeah, just but a I think the machine. part but of the reason why because she she's is the way small she is. and yeah. unassuming, and yeah. you don't really see her coming, yeah, and then until she's. Yeah, like when she Slitting killed all throat. those dudes uh, when at the dinner thing, when she was uh, when she was playing the old guy. Yeah, yeah. Like when she, first of all, when she killed him, 
I actually didn't even see that coming. Like I thought maybe, I don't know. I thought something different was going to happen for some mm-hmm. reason. I didn't, but then I was like, Oh shit. When she took off the thing and it was her. Yeah. Uh, and then when she poisoned the rest of them and that shit was crazy. Yeah, That was wild. Um, well, was that your favorite, favorite kill, killing of Arya's favorite death scene? I mean, mm, I, I just love when she I gotta slit think little, little fingers throat. Yeah, that, that I'm not that whole. I fucking hate Littlefinger with the greatest. Yeah, of passion. I hate, I hate his too. whisper. Well, uh, you gotta think. Yeah, <laughs> how you can do something. Shut the fuck up. You're like you don't really. He's like one of those people who like says a lot of shit but doesn't really do anything. Yeah, like you don't. See, really that's why do I, I hate Sansa so much because how close she was to him and how easily manipulated she was. No, but I, I like her because she was able to quickly. At how it seems that she was easily manipulated. And uh, it, that was for an extended period of time. It actually wasn't. It was actually a very sh- short period of time that she was sort of under his. I mean, sort of spell. She was, you know, kind of like controlled. Like when she was with Joffrey, she was, you know, under Lannister control, right? And then, yeah. uh, wh- where was she after the Lannister? She was with. Um, no, so Littlefinger. Little, she's just a fucking useless. Now, no, granted, no, she's granted, not. She she, she did, made the come up. Yeah, she, she did make the come up, and she is like. Uh, I guess on the throne now, or, or she did. Un- She's unite sort of the, the lady, the, the lady of Winterfell. Yeah, she did unite the kingdoms in the north, and she's yeah. the lady of Winterfell. But she really, she, I just feel like she hasn't put in any any work. She she has. It's, though. it's like I, her family. She's a Stark. She, you know, she's the the eldest sister in the family that's alive. So she's the lady of the of Winterfell. Yeah. it really should be Arya. No, I think, I, I think Arya. I, here's the squad, but right? I don't Here, think Arya wants it. No, no, she does. No, no, Arya doesn't. But that's exactly it. Here's the squad. All right, you've got uh, Sansa, who's going to be, I think, the 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 queen of Winterfell, like or the lady, whatever the fuck you call it, right? Mm-hmm. The the leader, the head of Winter uh, Winterfell, right? Uh, and and or head of the North, right? Um, and then you have Arya, who's going to be her hand, right? Arya should be the hand, and then or maybe no, Snow should be the hand mm-hmm. uh to uh Sansa and then Arya would be the king's guard, right? That'd be the squad. That that would be dope cuz like no one would they assume Arya as yeah. the king's guard. <laughs> but how you can't find someone better to protect you. Someone who you can cannot, be anyone. And shit and yeah. she she just like she know like yo, she 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 was fucking blind and she was whooping everybody's ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come yeah. on. I would I would can't I would love to have Arya in, in my corner. You know what I mean? She goes down. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if you're in a bar and somebody's fucking with you, you know what I mean? Just be like. Arya would slit their throat yeah, before, just, just point before they got bit. close enough. Um, so anyway, Game of Thrones yeah, yeah. is around the corner. We've got yeah. Infinity War Endgame. That's yeah. around the April, corner. April, April, there's a nobody's going to do any month. work in April. Yeah. Hey, you might as well just shut month. it down. Yeah. Yeah. Just shut all work down. Nobody's going in to do any sort of special I assignments. Use all my PTO <laughs> in April. Just hey, listen. Uh, I gotta take off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and uh, I'm gonna be sick on Friday. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. April is going to be that that kind of month. Um, yeah, it, there's questions of is, is Endgame gonna be the biggest movie ever? I mean. What else? Like, what else? It's not going to be uh, Aladdin. We're going to talk about that <laughs> later, but it's not going to be Aladdin. Uh, 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 Aladdin might be the biggest laughing stock ever. I, From what I've seen, yeah, it's on. It's on course. What is little <laughs> but, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, about that. that yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, there, there's some crazy shit coming down the pipeline, and I know you're going to do up, upcoming movies in just a second. But yeah, like, yeah, but before we get to any of that shit, I think it's time that we uh, we make this introduction proper. 
Yo, it's your boy T.O. as you know. It's your boy Old Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. And we are the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any of the goddamn thing we want to talk about. Uh, yeah, we are coming to you guys live and direct. I'm always going to be using that from now on, uh, in case uh, you guys uh, haven't listened to us before. Uh, that is my new catchphrase. That live I'm going and direct. To just, we're not live. Um, yeah. But, but we're, li- we're direct. We're live right now. Yeah, uh, we're alive. We're not. Yeah. Very <laughs> Once direct. Once this episode comes <laughs> up. Uh, One day we'll be live live. Of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, things that are coming to pass in the near future. I never watch anything live, though. Mm, I, I, I listen. I, I do. Uh, so uh, I watch the, um, the the one news outlet that I really make a point to try to like watch uh, as much as I watch any news program is uh the young turks and they do their show lives on on youtube mm-hmm. at six o'clock every day uh weekdays so i make it a point to at least like listen in a little a little bit to that i might yeah. check their and they break it up into clips later after you know like the next day or some shit but um so i make it a point to like listen to that but there's yeah there's really nothing else that i unless it's like football game yeah yeah i mean football basketball like sports yeah, yeah, sports you, you yeah, gotta watch those live yeah, yeah. everything else I want to be able to, to pause it, rewind it. I just want to have control over it. Yeah. Uh, I want to be able to stop it when I want to stop it, start it over, all that stuff. But yeah. Are we becoming few, too selective as a people? I, I don't think we're becoming too selective. I mean, I just yeah. think, you know, we have control now of, of, of the media we consume and how we consume it, which yeah. is not a bad thing. Um, I mean, but isn't it, though? Because it, it seems like we put undue burden on... Um, just give it like it's it's like somebody who has way too much money mm-hmm. and has a coke problem, right? It's just like if you just keep, you know, feeding the beast. At what point do you just OD? You know, uh, and I feel like it's it's like that for like shit that's like live is or or shit that we can control and, and manipulate. It's just like, you know, at what point do we just say, hey, I need to carve out some time to sit down and actually fucking like watch this shit versus me having ADD and doing 18 different things at one time. And even if I do sit down and watch it, like think about like the last movie that you've watched. Did you actually watch it all the way through? Or uh, what? what? And I know you movie? didn't because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was a star. Is born. Um, but I'm thinking about the last movie I watched. Let's say, uh, you know what? The last movie I watched was Red Sparrow. Oh really? With um, oh, Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, yeah. She was naked a lot in that movie. Really? Good movie. Interesting. Um, yeah, but it was not because she was naked. It was actually a good movie. Did um, Did you watch it all the way through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when, whenever I watch a movie, movie, yeah. Unless I pause it to take a piss or a shit or something yeah. like that, um, I generally watch it all the way through. Yeah. My thing is like if I have my phone on me or like in the bed with me, then you'll be checking. You know, it I'll, yeah. I'll you know, be fucking around on my phone, but like. If I'm really invested in, in a movie and I really mm-hmm. want to watch it and pay attention to it, I'll just like put my phone over like on the charger. Like during end game, table. you're gonna like just Yo. leave your phone in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so like you have to prepare for end game because that movie's gonna be what like three hours. It's like long? three hours long, and I will. I like those people are like, we need an intermission yeah. and we need to go pee. No, yeah, fuck that. Shut up. So yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna plan. stay home. Like, I'm not gonna eat anything heavy because <laughs> i don't want to have to like you know you gotta like you gotta check what you're like have to take dietitian a shit, right yeah, yeah you going, gotta going back to one of our previous episodes i'm not yeah. a mid-movie shitter right so <laughs> I, I don't want that problem and then like yeah I, I do like the movie theaters where you can uh like order food and like get order like alcohol and they'll like 
you know, bring yeah, it to I, your seat. I like the alcohol idea. I'm not one for food because I feel like we, we fuck around with food too much, meaning that people like just cutting shit on the plate. Fucking yeah, fuck yeah, like don't eat a sirloin after yeah, I don't <laughs> as you're the, watching the, the knife scraping the plate during the scene with like the most important dialogue. I don't hear that shit. <laughs> but like, it, it, let's say you get an alcoholic beverage, right? Yeah. What, what does it make you do? It makes you have to, like, or at least want to pee. Mm, and in a three-hour I'm not, movie, I'm not gonna lie. I can I can hold my shit for a very long time. I don't I don't need. To. I know other people don't uh, necessarily have that luxury. See, I'm almost thirty. Yeah. When I was twenty-two, yeah. if I had to piss three days, I can hold it. Yeah. Here's now, what here's what I want to say. I want to say fuck max. you. Uh, that's what I want to say. I want to say fuck you <laughs> because you've reached the I'm thirty always, threshold. I'm almost thirty, <laughs> and it's all different now. It, it, hey, shut this, up. No, it, it's real, dude. Like now, if I if I have a beer, yeah, every fifteen minutes I can I attest to, to it. Yeah. yeah, we were watching when uh, I was younger. We were huh. watching uh, the Rams game, uh, playoff game, and not to bring up bad memories. I'm sorry. Right. We never actually spoke about that. Oh. About uh, us losing the Super Bowl. Oh, See, I'm, I'm like, I'm not too hurt. We, we can um, we can change course here for a second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm a huge LA Rams fan. Uh, if you've yeah, listened yeah. to the show, you probably know that. Um, I'm not too hurt by this. You know why? Because you're losing to the goat. I expected mm-hmm. Tom Brady to come and do what Tom Brady does, and and he did that. And I don't even think Tom Brady. This definitely wasn't his best Super Bowl performance. I mean, the Edelman was incredible. Um, both teams' defenses well, were incredible. Well, it's Tom easy Brady to only be incredible. Tom Brady didn't throw you're a touchdown. Running wide open in the middle of the field, that's very well, yeah. easy. I mean, to be incredible. Ed- Edelman was was incredible, right? Our our secondary didn't do too well, but from a defensive standpoint, both teams played extremely well. Sure. Um, you know, both teams stopped the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Brady didn't score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Well, because he didn't really need to. Like, I, I, I here's what I would well, say: look, the it, score was thirteen to three. That's like not I, impressive. I would at say all. if if they were playing Atlanta, or if they were in that first half of Atlanta, mm-hmm. and Brady was having the type of game he was having, Atlanta would have won that game hands down, right? Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think Brady plays the level that he's expected to play he like based off of the other offense right and, and i will say that like yeah. if, if tom brady in a super bowl if he needs to drop 21 points he'll drop 21 in this yeah. case uh he didn't need to because our offense clearly wasn't producing shit yeah um i just think it was a great defensive game mm-hmm. i think you know our team stopped tom brady from scoring a touchdown right yeah and uh you know it it, it just wasn't the most exciting super bowl to watch yeah but I'm not hurt by the loss. I mean, we lost the, the greatest of all time. Yeah, we, uh, we made it to the Super Bowl. I we'll would be take back no. I would uh, take no solace in uh, in that fact. In fact, that would actually even hurt me more. That we're the people who gave it to him. It's like it's like uh, you know, whenever they show um, like Mike Tyson knocking somebody out, and mm-hmm. it's like a really like okay, he did that to win the belt, and you're like, damn, am I going to be a part of that highlight for the rest of time? When they show the highlights of him getting that, de- like I don't, I don't want to be the record, right? Maybe one of the casualties in between, sure. Like if you're the fucking uh, who, who uh, the Seahawks, right? Uh, they beat the Seahawks, right? Patriots beat the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. When Russell threw that interception, they should have ran it with Marshawn. But see, like that's an embarrassing loss because you were right there, you were so close to the win, and they just did something stupid. That is lost by ten points. That's embarrassing. We didn't lose. On the three yard line, we lost by ten points to like 
one of the greatest players of all time. Like to be honest, like that doesn't hurt me. If we lost nah. to if we lost the way the Seahawks lost that one year, yeah, I would be hurt because you yeah. just know it's stupidity. This loss was, you know, you, you know what we call this? What rationalization? You're trying no, to rationalize. Like, loss. If you were there, okay. if you were it's there okay. with me watching the game, yeah, yeah. You, you would have saw that I wasn't like. Hurt. No, no, I'm sure you weren't hurt, but I'm sure you have rationalized. Yeah. It the, was like when you were there when in, during that game, the first time we lost to the uh, the Saints, right? The first time you lost to the Saints, we we were at JP's oh, house. Yeah, we yeah, lost yeah, to the yeah, Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very content yeah. in that loss. Why? Because you're losing to Drew Brees. You know, it doesn't help no, too much. No, you see. Uh, well, okay. I, I guess this is where I come from, right? Uh, when you uh, when you feel like you are the best, you don't expect to lose to anybody else, right? So, as a Green Bay Packer fan, I genuinely feel we are the best week in and week out. So I don't care if it's a, I don't care if it's why I don't know why you feel that I way. Sir. I don't care if it's a regular season game. I don't care if it's a playoff game. I don't care if it's, if it's the Super Bowl. I expect to win because I feel like we are the best. Now, clearly last season, we were not yeah. even remotely the best last two seasons. Really? We, we have not competed really. Um, but you know, when I, and, and I have my issues with him right now, but you know, when you're, when you got Rogers on your side, you always expect, Oh, we've got a shot. I don't care who we're facing. Right. So when you're dealing with that kind of idea, it's just like, like when I look at Rogers, I'm like, why do you lose games? Like if you're the, like, you're the best dude. Like yeah. you, when you no, have it's everything, a, it's a team sport. Right? No, I, so. I, absolutely. And I know that, but like when you have somebody who you consider to be the best in the sport, mm -hmm. you're like, just give me yeah. somebody to work with out there. And, and we I'm disappointed that we only scored three points when we averaged 30 throughout the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my, that's uh, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, switching gears, mind boggling all around, switching um, gears back to, you know, you know, what is mind boggling? What is these sorry ass movies that are coming out this week of yeah. uh, Valentine's day. Yeah. Oh yeah, there are no good Valentine's Day movies coming yeah. out. Yeah, no, they're they're well. And okay. sometimes there's like a, a a horror movie that drops on Valentine's Day. Well, we'll we'll get to that because there there is one. <coughs> tell me, tell me what we got. Okay, so uh, coming out this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on both um, in in both theaters as well as uh, streaming services. And when we say streaming, we just mean Netflix. We don't we don't really talk about anything else. I mean, why talk about Hulu if you don't have to, right? <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, coming out in theaters, wide release. Uh, we have Happy Death Day to You, uh, which is uh, your horror movie. Um, uh, they they and, I, and I this was a sequel, and I wasn't sure about that. But then I actually like looked into it, and they had Happy Death Day. I think it was either last year or the year before. It came yeah. out around. Is it like a shitty purge? Not necessarily. It's more like almost like a Final Destination type of situation. Mm. Um. I didn't watch the first one, so I couldn't tell you exactly what it was all about, yeah. but it's apparently about like some, you know, uh, somebody's killing everybody, but they like, they continue, they, they like relive the day mm. that they die and they just keep dying and dying and dying. Yeah. That yeah. I don't suck. know. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah it, it just didn't. It sounds like that movie sucks. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm withholding judgment, but, uh, but yeah, it does not sound promising. Um, then you have, isn't it romantic starring, uh, rebel Wilson and, uh, Adam divine. Devine, Divine, whatever, however you pronounce the, the it. Maroon Five, motherfucker. <laughs> no, that's Adam Levine. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Who's this Adam, yeah, Adam Levine? Guy? Is he? Uh, he's a guy in Workaholics. He, uh, that's one of his shows. He was in uh, Modern Family for a little bit. Nope, don't know it. Yeah. What else is he? I Rebel, mean, he's, he's, oh, the, uh, damn, Rebels the Fat no. Girl, right? 
Uh, I good do not like your choice words. No, good actress. They're very talented. Plus size would do just plus well. Size. That's, that's a better word. That's a better word. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, but uh, yeah, that is Rebel Wilson. Um, would you hit uh, that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I apologize to everybody who's offended by that, but no. <laughs> You're living your yeah, truth. Yeah, 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 sometimes you just got to be honest, right? <laughs> There's nothing wrong yeah. with living your truth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you should not be ashamed. Yeah. Of My apologies, but yeah, no. Um, uh, but yeah, as an actress, I don't know, man. I think at first I was really high on her. I was like, oh man, she's like a, you know, she's really good actress. But then the more movies she comes out with, the more I'm just like, nah. nah. I mean, I'm I'm an unimpressed by anything she's ever done. Yeah, um, it's like she has the same shtick. Like it's almost like I look at her kind of like how I look at uh, Adam uh, or Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. where yep. it's just like once I've seen one movie with him, I'm like, I don't really need to see anything else. You do the same exact thing no matter what the scenario is. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I feel the same way about her that I do him though, where I'm like, ah, I don't really need to see anything else. Yeah. I think Pitch I, Perfect I, was all right. I don't know if I've ever seen any Adam Sandberg movies. Not movies, um, but like, you know. Like, uh, I, I've seen his comedy. You know, I've seen uh, his like um, Lonely Island well, seen, Boys um, videos. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the... Uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, no, I, I've oh, never even watched it? a full episode. I've just yeah. seen like bits from yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, this guy is like, you know, he's funny in very particular ways. Yeah. Whereas like, if he had a movie in theaters, I'm not ever going to go see it. Yeah. Oh, uh, he, d- he did have one where he was like this. He played like this star. Like he played like a star singer or something like that. You know, I, I think I know what you're talking like about. Pop star. I think that's yeah. what it was called. I yeah. didn't see it for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, Andy. Uh, we don't mean to just. Yeah. But, hey, but I'm sure he's a yeah. talented. Obviously, he has like a pretty strong career. So he's yeah, I can't. I can't. He's I just can't not knock him. my um, yeah, cup of tea. Cup of tea. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever the fuck that means. And, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's an old English term. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, uh, but I, I actually felt the same way about um, Jim Carrey for a number of years. But then he he started putting in different roles that I was like, oh, shit, this is like mad different. Jim Carrey will surprise you here and there. I think yeah. he has range. Um, yeah. Comedically, I don't think Jim Carrey is very funny. No, he's just uh, all about slapstick. That's why everybody's like, oh, my God, I love Ace Ventura. And I'm like, I mean, it was cool, I guess. Yeah. No, Ace but. Ventura, like. The first two were like really funny, especially when, when you were a kid. But yeah. like after Ace and Tora, Liar Liar was great. Um, but Liar Liar to me, The Mask. I love The Mask. But the, you're you're nostalgic about The yeah, Mask. Yeah, yeah. It's not that The Mask was just like this over. No, no, I watched The Mask movie. recently. <laughs> this year no. I watched The Mask. 2019. I think we've had a conversation about this too, and uh, yeah, I think I in 2019 uh, I've watched The Mask. Yeah, <laughs> and it was, it was good. It's very sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> One of those to, nights uh, <laughs> when, when, when you're home uh, drinking a. Um, <laughs> Uh, a mar- uh, you don't even have the <laughs> lime marita. <laughs> you know, it, no, it was a lime marita. I was gonna say margarita, but that wasn't it. Because um, I definitely didn't mix Yo, the shit up and shake it uh, myself. I'll give you a number for a thing. I think it was like it's a lemon okay. rita or well, a grape rita, one well, of the new flavors they have. Oh god, that's even worse. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get you Yo, linked up with a therapist. Will knock you out though. Uh, okay. Like, there have been many times I've been home by myself yeah. drinking one of those and like <laughs> didn't even finish the movie. Yo, I was knocked out. Now I know we need to get you some help, dude. You need to talk to somebody. It's dude. called if you're adulthood. Home, <laughs> <laughs> my, dude, my dude, if you're home alone drinking lime Maritas watching The Mask. <laughs> yes, that's... <laughs> that, 
that's when you're an adult and you know you do. Yo. That's when um, you get paid on Friday, right? You get that direct deposit, and then yeah. you like look at your, uh, your, your your like pay stub or whatever, and you yeah. see all the taxes that were taken out and how expensive your health care and your dental vision coverage yeah. is, and you're like, Yo, fuck all that jazz. Uh, that's what you and, and you go to the liquor store and you're like, let me get the purple can. <laughs> Yeah, 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 the grape burrito. Let me get that. And then you go get a red box DVD and you're like, I'm grown up. <laughs> that's No, that's when you know shit is spiraling. That's, that's a desperate cry for help. I mean, I'm genuinely not sure how you view it as anything other than that. That's uh, that's very uh, it's very sad. That's the you, you know how something's that bad when you can't even refer to it. Like you can't even joke. You just like, I'm sorry. That's just sad. That's how, that's what that is. No, I mean it's it's when you're ready to just uh, have a chill. It's when you want to stay in and save money, right? When you're yeah. like, ah, I don't feel like going out and, and wasting a bunch of money at a at a bar or a nightclub. Uh, let me enjoy myself a nice grape burrito. There, there, the tall can has yeah. a lot of uh, tasty liquor. Yeah, you know how we talk about rationalization with you know the loss to the Patriots. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. Nay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, you have uh, isn't it romantic? That's coming out with, uh, of course, like I said, Rebel Wilson and uh, Adam Devine. <clears throat> then you have also uh, Alita Battle Angel that's coming out. That um, looks good. <clears throat> it looks uh I don't know. I don't I've I've yet to make up my mind about how it looks. Uh but it stars uh Rosa Salazar, uh Salazar, uh Christopher Waltz and Marshala Ali. Uh and it's directed by Robert uh Rodriguez. Uh and then it's written by James Cameron. Yeah. It's very weird. Like I don't I mean why I guess he, I guess he he's wrote a it and didn't direct his own movie. I guess, but I like I, I know he's like a, obviously he's a screenwriter, but like I this is like a pretty big movie. He's working on Avatar. Write. He was like, "Hey, listen, <laughs> uh, I wrote this shit last week. Peanuts. Can That's you, what this is. Yeah, can you like bring this to life and send me the check when you're done? Just let me know how much we made. Send that to me. I'm working on these next four yeah, Avatar movies yeah, that are gonna it. cost eleven billion dollars. <laughs> and we're gonna talk about Avatar a little later, but uh, but yeah, I, I just thought that was a strange little note. That uh, that he wrote it. Uh, that does Rodriguez look good. Though. You know, is, uh, I may even want to see directing. that in theaters because that is like there's going to be a lot of really good action in that movie. Just from from what I've seen in the trailers, there is. But I have this whole big thing about like it's it's why I didn't really like Matrix Reloaded because of this weird combination of like super heavy CGI mm-hmm. and um uh and reality. Yeah. Uh, or, or you know and. I, I don't know if I, I don't know how, because it like takes me out of it, you know, like where I'm seeing something that I know is clearly fake in a very sort of realistic world. And what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, yes. When you're watching the matrix, I mean, you no, I'm know, I'm saying the combination of such like, so for instance, in, 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 in the, in the original matrix, right. Mm-hmm. You didn't see Neo flying or doing anything like that. Right. And it, it, when they did that in matrix loaded, it was like almost like cartoonish, you know, but it was, that I know what you're talking about. Like, like, I think back to the scene in Matrix Reloaded where they're on the highway and the two trailers crash into each other, and then stuff like that. But but maybe even more so the point where he's fighting all the Agent Smiths in the um, okay in, yep. the, in uh, the uh, park or whatever the fuck he was at. Some parts of that were just extremely like fake, like clearly just all CGI. But then you just bounce right back to non CGI, and I'm just like, that's like you trying to tell me like. <laughs> 
it's like you trying to tell me, you know, I don't know. That's just trying to put something that isn't realistic into something that is realistic, but then going back to being realistic. And it's just like not. Well, I don't yeah, know. it I just mean, does it's, something to my it's, psyche. It's a, fant- it's a movie based in complete fantasy where, yeah. I mean, of course, you have like real actors playing in, in, in a non-realistic environment. Yeah. And I think that's just a lack of um, uh, technology, right? Like, but for example, the Matrix for a Reloaded big movie like this, though, I mean, I th- I, I and it seems like it was very purposeful too. With for this example, movie. I mean, whoever made, um, and I'm trying to think of like a really old movie that you know had like uh, see like Jaws, right? Could you imagine if Jaws had been made in 2018? Yeah, well, Jaws would have been 18,000 times bigger. Yeah, uh, he would have been massive even yeah, on yeah. steroids. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But like that, <laughs> back then, they were yeah. like, you know, this is all the technology that we have available to make this look as real as possible. So yeah. Matrix Reloaded, when did that come out? Like 2000 and... 2002. 2002? Somewhere, somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah. That so, or were, 2003. If that were two. made today, yeah. I don't think you would have saw... Like, it wouldn't have been as... Um, obvious to you like the, the, uh, the then movie. again like like thanos yeah looked real as you see fuck. Uh, here's what we, okay well I'll, I'll reserve this for when we talk about the aladdin but that that i'll remind me of that point and i'll bring that up okay uh, when we talk about Aladdin. all right here's what's coming out on uh, streaming services uh just netflix basically uh <laughs> flavor for origins uh cashon cuisine uh dating around um ken jong uh you complete me ho that's actually the name. Um, the uh, Breaker Uppers, Uppers, uh, The Dragon Prince, season two of, uh, or the, I'm sorry, season two of um, The Dragon Prince, uh, Larry Charles's Dangerous World of Comedy, and uh, The Umbrella Academy, as well as uh, Yucatan. Uh, are all coming out on Netflix this week. Uh, some throwback picks, uh, some throwback picks that are coming out on Netflix this week. Uh, are Forty uh, Year Old Virgin and Studio Fifty Four. I think I have to check that out. What uh, Studio Fifty Four? No, Forty Year Old Virgin. Forty Year Old Virgin. Yeah, I just—it's one of those movies where I can just watch that at any point in time. It doesn't—I don't have to be in a mood. I don't have to be like prepared to watch it. Just throw it on. I don't know if I've ever seen the whole thing. Shut the fuck up. What is wrong with you? You—you just—I I just don't have interest in movies <sighs> like like that. Forty Year Old Virgin. Um, what is Anchorman? Yeah, I'm not sure what's wrong. I with see you, those yeah, movies yeah, and I'm just like yeah. never really impressed. You don't, you haven't seen them, so how can you be? What well, do you mean? But, but then I saw Anchorman and I still wasn't impressed. Yeah, I, I mean, for one, that's after years of everybody building it up, and then two, you, it's one of those movies you legitimately have to watch more than once before you, before it, it's hold takes. I mean, but fuck, watching it once wasn't easy. <laughs> like, so now I have to watch it more than once to enjoy it. <laughs> yes. What? So no. I, usually, I would not adopt this rule, but it, it was literally I, I just by accident I watched it, not around the time when it first came out, but maybe a little bit, maybe a few years later, um, and then I watched it as an like you know maybe like three or four years ago, and I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I think Anchorman might be the funniest movie I've seen. I think it, it's up against some st- a stiff competition, as in uh, Friday. Yeah, I think Friday is one of those movies that I can never watch and just not laugh hysterically. Um, but I would I would probably give the nod to Anchorman. It just has more like quotables to me. 
I get. I mean, I, I hear you guys quoted a lot, like you yeah. and Fabe, and and like I know you and JP have like some jokes, and I I I, I just hear people use like it. Like San Diego or uh, what else? I don't believe I don't believe you. Or <laughs> it's just there's a shit ton of uh, quotes from it. I'm I'm sure not even saying the ones that count. No, not, not <laughs> the funny ones. Or I might be right here, and there are no like really funny ones. There there are tons of them. You're just you don't enjoy good things. Uh, go back to drinking your limeritas, which is very good. <laughs> grape aritas. <laughs> this guy. All right. Okay. All right, so we're done with the uh, coming shit. Uh, on to uh, news. Uh, yeah, obviously we need to talk about the Grammys. Uh, yeah, we need to you know, uh, bust that down real quick. I don't even know which angle to take with the Grammys, right? Like, yeah. So the uh, the the Grammy producer, this guy named Ken. Um, <laughs> this guy named Ken. <laughs> I, I forget his Ken. last name. But so apparently, this guy Ken, he has been the Grammy producer for the better half of the past decade, right? And yeah. I think the hip hop community has always had a uh, strange relationship with the Grammys. One, because there's a feeling or a sentiment that the Grammys does not respect like hip hop or rap music in the way that it does other genres of music, which I, I do believe it's true. Like um, I I forget what was like 97 is when they, um, when they, you know, included hip hop into as a category. Right. But then they, refused to like they they would give the award but they mm-hmm. did they refused to televise it right so it's like uh you know we'll give you your award but me you know you got to come around back that's actually what they're doing with the oscars right now it's actually a big big thing where they're uh they're not going to televise cinematography editing and like something else uh certain categories they feel, right yeah they, they feel a certain way about and that. people yeah. in those categories naturally feel a certain level of disrespect yeah. right so you know that's what that's the relationship hip-hop had with the grammys in the beginning yeah and like even now it still seems like there's um for example like you know y- you see shit like uh i think when macklemore won uh best hip-hop or, like, or the <laughs> year like eminem won for a, sh- a shitty album he put out when like i think kendrick lamar had dropped um how to pimp a butterfly or uh, like there were there's much better hip hop music out, but it seems like the award show is kind of like either leans towards the favorite or like, you know, who's the more popular like white artist that we can give this hip hop award to? Like, uh, let's give it to Iggy Azalea for <laughs> best new artist yeah. over, you know, someone more deserving like, yeah. like little thi- little slights like that. Right. So um, this year, I think it came full circle where um Certain big name artists were, you know, offered to perform at the Grammys. Childish Gambino, who was nominated, Drake, who was uh, nominated and won, um, as well as um, uh, Kendrick Lamar, who was uh, nominated for like seven or eight Grammys. They all declined to perform because it's like, you know, we're not going to perform at your show if you don't even really respect our genre of music, right? Um, and then there are certain things that have been happening, like. Uh, uh, Mac, uh, Mac Miller, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he his uh, album was up for album of the year, which was a great album. I listened to it. Um, I, I think the Grammys didn't allow his, even though he was nominated, the Grammys didn't allow his like family or his mother to uh, attend. Oh, they they did. It was actually the opposite, where or they they did attend, but people were mad that he didn't win. Like they invited him, but it was just to take an L. Didn't they not include him in like um, there was something that he wasn't included in. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, and then like 21 and, and I wish I had like the more accurate information on that but like he wasn't included in like uh, one of the montages for everything that happened through oh, music okay. sure. um, over the course of the past year which was kind of like you know how do you not include that but you're going to include some of the other smaller stories right yeah um, uh, 21 Savage we talked about him um, the target of of a bullshit ICE investigation he was actually released I think yeah, it was today or released. yesterday yeah, yeah. Um, so shout out to him but uh you know, even though I think he was nominated, uh, his his m- mother wasn't allowed to like attend the event or, or, or like walk the carpet mm-hmm. um, because they were worried about maybe her her like protesting in in his on his behalf. And yet they let that woman who has built the wall. What is what is her name? She wears yeah. like outrageous costumes every yeah, that, every like, year. Ava something or yeah, like, she, she's which a I actually singer. don't have a problem with her doing that like she's clearly trying to get attention yeah i mean um, i don't have a problem with her doing that either but like yeah. that is clearly like a political statement yeah right and so it's just like why wouldn't you let you know but you're not gonna let like savages 21 mom. savages mother yeah. very curious and, and then advocate for her son not necessarily yeah. a political statement just advocating for her son yeah. so th- there's things like that um and then you know the guy ken who is the producer for the show like uh, he had issued a public statement where he's like you know i feel it's it saddens me that the hip hop community does not respect the um, institution of the grammys and what it stands for and I, I think it's really sad you know for the hip hop community it's like well no it's because hip hop is not being viewed and respected the same way that other music genres are which is why uh, a lot of hip hop artists now are like Yo, you know, which is why Drake said in his speech, like, if you have people around the world singing your songs, if you have people in your hometown singing your songs, you've already won. You don't need a Grammy. And they cut his speech short. Yeah. Yeah. They, they claim like, oh, like we, you know, we just naturally we thought, thought he, he came to the end. Speaking. Bullshit. Like, fuck out of here. He didn't say body anybody. He yeah. didn't thank anybody. He was just like, yeah, wave. fuck this shit. He took a slight yeah. pause and <laughs> like, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> now, um, uh, so Game of Thrones uh, obviously gave us a lot, uh, but one of the things that I'm grateful that it gave us is the term, or at least maybe the popular is bend the bend knee, the knee. <laughs> you know? Uh, and I think that's what the Grammys and all real sort of mainstream uh, or not even mainstream, but just, you know, uh, high, I guess, level or history award shows want you to do. They want you to come and they want you to bend the knee, yeah. right? Um, but I'm grateful. There's something about, like, I, I really don't give two shits about this whole, like, them, you know, not performing or, you know, I, I, don't, I, don't, even, I don't really even care about the awards. I don't about the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's hard for me to really be invested in, like, okay, like, I'm really hardcore against it or I'm really, you know, going for it. I, I don't care either way. It's just, like, a thing, right, that I forget that's even on until somebody mentions it, you know, and on Twitter or some shit. Um, uh, so, but I am, there is something that was satisfying about seeing the artist not bending the knee for the Grammys, right? Like if you aren't going to respect us, we're not just going to come to your shit tap dance for you and then be out. Like, no, like, you know, uh, and I think that's what, all artists should do across all mediums right i think that we play this fucking game year in and year out saying oh hey we want more inclusion we want more more inclusion well if somebody's not going to give you more inclusion or at least do it in a realistic way fuck it then like why do you why are you trying so hard to have them um uh recognize you you know yeah. what i mean like drake said it best if if you 
if people are fucking singing your songs, if they're going to your shows, if they're if you're getting the feedback that everybody who would be in that position of get being up for Grammy or whatever, if you're getting that feedback that they would get, what the fuck do you yeah, need the Grammy for? If you you're know? number one on the billboard for 52 weeks yeah. <laughs> or if you're on the billboard top 100 for 52 weeks and people in foreign countries who don't even really like speak English know the words know your to shit? your songs. What do you doing? You don't need a Grammy. Yeah. I mean, they need the Grammy needs you. To absolutely. And they know they need you. their institution that, but that's why they invite the artists to come and perform, but they don't fucking recognize them when it comes to actually giving them awards. Right. Because it's like, Hey, we need you so that people actually tune in and watch our shit, yeah. but we don't need you in the, in the way that, we're actually going to recognize you in a meaningful way. Um, but to me, it's just like getting a fucking star in school, right? That's what the Grammys, that's what the Oscars are. It's just like, hey, yeah. pat on the back. I'm sure like, okay, the sales are a little boosted because of it. Like, so for instance, all these movies are up for best picture for the Oscars. I'm sure everybody's going to run out and watch those movies. Um, I would tell them to watch it illegally. Therefore, you're not actually benefiting them, but neither here nor there. Um, uh, um but that's essentially just them giving you a star reward, right? Because it's at the end of the day, uh, you know, if uh, whether it's Moonlight or whether it's um, uh, uh, La, 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 Land, talk, La La Land, yeah, yeah. you know, um, the movies are going to essentially speak for themselves just because they said, hey, this is the best movie. Doesn't then like I, I, I per- firmly believe that Roma, if Roma doesn't win this year, it's going to be a crime. It's mm-hmm. a crime that that movie does not win best picture, right? But because the Oscars tells me, oh, it's Green Book or it's uh, A Star is Born, I'm not going to be like, you know what? You're right. That is the best movie that came out yeah, last year. Yeah. Like, I, I, kind no. of my, I have my mind made up. Yeah. Made up. You know? Um, and that was a same, tongue twister. It was. I don't know why I you chose that. I have my mind made, made, made up. Yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you drinking one of those Limeritas right now? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But in regards to the Oscars, yeah, yeah. yeah I do have uh, my mind made up that Roma should win Best Picture. And if it doesn't, yeah. I'll be very surprised as, yeah. as to what does. But going back to the Grammys, um, I do think that like when you look at hip hop, we look at rap music, right? It is the biggest genre of music yeah. uh, globally. Like it has reached that, uh, that point. And when you look at award shows like the Grammys, it, it, it's not respected in the same fashion. Yeah. Um, so, you know, shout out to, to, to all the artists who are like, you know, standing their ground and saying, either you're going to respect our genre of music or we're just not going to, you know, we're not going to come to your little party anymore. And, you know, we'll, we'll have our own or we'll just continue to do what we're doing, which is growing this genre of music and into the biggest in the world. Right. Yeah. Um, what I learned was interesting is that, you know, you have to as an artist, you have to have your music submitted to the Grammys or you have to submit your music to the Grammys. Right. Yeah. Um, an artist like J. Cole, who is arguably like one of the biggest names in, in, in rap music right now. Right. Doesn't even submit his music to the Grammys. Like because yeah, he doesn't need the validation. Yeah, J. Cole, J. Cole out of be, anybody doesn't need no, validation. Not. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's not going to be you know up for best album, best song, best uh, collaboration because one, he doesn't care. He doesn't need that validation. And we all know J. Cole has bars regardless. Yeah. So like, and I'm sure they would love to have J. Cole perform or love to feature his album on like hip hop album of the year or whatever. But J. Cole's like, yo, I don't, I don't need that. I got, yeah. I got a show to do. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about some of the, uh, some of the winners here. Uh, and let's go to, right to the, uh, obvious. Well, maybe, 
not to the obvious. Uh, so as I'm, because I I didn't really I didn't watch the Grammys and I just heard everything secondhand. Um, so obviously the record of the year is "This Is America" by Childish Gambino, and then song of the year was "This Is America" by Childish Gambino. What the fuck's the difference between song of the year and uh, record of the year? I don't know. I didn't I didn't know he won both. I just thought they, I thought they were the same shit. There are two categories here. One's called record of the year. The other's called song of the year. This is stupid. Do they just need like extra (laughs) shit? Like fuck. um, uh, Song of the year, record of the year. Yeah, uh, I guess that's like a tune of the year. No, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, you know, like you give song of the can you give record of the year to one artist and song of the year to the other? I would suspect that that would be the case, but it clearly did not happen this year. (laughs) Now I got to go back and look to see if they've ever done some dumb shit like that. Yeah. so a lot of people were saying, or not, I said, I, I said a lot of people like I'm Trump or some shit, but I saw some people saying that, oh, okay, Childish Gambino shouldn't, or uh, This Is America shouldn't have won Song of the Year. What other song got everybody talking the way that This Is America got everybody talking? The only other song that I can see to compete with that would be like God's Plan. <clears throat> but that one, uh, that one rap song of the year. And I yeah. think that if you look at the two songs, one had a universal impact. The other was just a nice tune to walk down the street. To. Well, no, God's plan was, I think the most streamed song globally. No, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Yeah. What I'm saying is it might've been the bigger song as in like sheer numbers, but which one got everybody talking about it? Which one got everybody in a conversation? I mean, yeah, de- definitely. This is America. Um, what I'm saying is the only song that I could see that could compete with that would is, be uh, okay. the number one song that streamed globally across the board. Sure. And, in every country. And God's Plan came out in 18. I thought that was 17. Was that not 17? I think it came out at the top of 18. Okay. That might have been like right at the beginning of the year. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, album of the year. Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Who the fuck Who is the that? Who the fuck is <laughs> Casey Musgraves? <laughs> I'm going to look this up right yeah, now. And, and granted, you know, like it's a genre. He's it's probably a genre of music I don't listen to. Yeah, it's probably like, like country or some shit. If it's album of the year, don't you think you would have at least heard of the artist? Like the artist. Yeah. Like a, maybe uh, maybe no, no, you didn't no, listen no, to the no, album. To, to, be, to be fair, um, I don't. There, uh, there are a lot of artists in the Grammys where I'm like, no idea who the fuck this is. Yeah. But um, for album of the year. Okay. Uh, she is oh, an she? American country sing country music singer and songwriter. Uh, uh, she's been around for a while. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Who the I, I've fuck never is she? <laughs> Casey Yo, Musgraves. Right, so, you, yeah. so you know what I'm going to, I'm going to make a point to do. Um, yeah. And I've been trying to expose myself to things that I na- normally wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna go give that album a listen. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's that's Casey Musgraves. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like her fucking name. <laughs> um, what's the album called? The album uh, is called uh, Golden Hour. Golden Hour. Casey yeah. Musgraves. Golden Hour. This better be fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she yeah. better be incredible. But you see, this is how they get their the the post awards boost, right? Because people are like, "Who the fuck is yeah, that?" And, and then they, they go, go watch it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm ripping Who all this shit fuck? off of uh, YouTube. <laughs> 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 hey, look, I don't know. I don't. I doubt if she fucked anybody. Someone she like, seems like a very hardworking young woman. I'm gonna do what Harvey Weinstein did. <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm gonna dial it down a little bit. <laughs> Casey, have you ever heard of uh, album of the year? Uh, well, do okay. you want to win? Well, for for that matter. 
who did Childish Gambino fuck to win record of the year and song of the year? This witchcraft that he's pulled off. No, but see, I, you know, to your point, I think that was one of the most talked about songs of the year, right? Yeah, but how do you win both? Like, okay, I well, guess no, we got to so, define. So I think that's their fault because, like, they need to they define need to what <laughs> the difference is. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Okay, let's let's see who won. No, I was just going to mention those, but now I'm going to go through some of these. Best rock album from the Fires, Greta Van Fleet. No idea who that is. Sure. Um, Give it to him. Best alternative music album, uh, Colors by Beck. Beck came out with an album? Yo, Beck is like a thousand years old. That's like Beck, straight Beck, from the nineties. I feel like I know who that is. Yeah, I've heard of it, but yeah, I, I wanted to like quote some songs. I I w- I'm, I'm not able to tell you what songs. Let's not. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, best urban contemporary album. The fuck does that even mean? Dude? That's like hip hop. That's what that is referring to. Uh, Everything is love. The Carters. Um. Best R&B album, Her. Uh, and then obviously Cardi um, For, had um, best, best rap. Hip, which yeah. I think is bullshit. No, um, no. So I will not call bullshit in it. I mean, so I've, I've, I've heard most of her album and it's like very much a lot of kind of like the similar tempo, similar uh, subject matter, right? I was rocking that album hard when I first heard it. Have you heard? There's no way in fucking hell. Mm-hmm. That album wins over Daytona or Victory Lap. Da- Victory, da- La- Victory Daytona Lap. Daytona obviously being from Pusher T. Yeah. Victory Lap being uh, Nipsey Hussle. Daytona, I, but you're 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 th- th- those are both like lyricists, right? And those are both like okay, y- th- you know what you're gonna get with uh, Pusher T. You know what you're gonna get with Nipsey, right? Well, Daytona, no, Daytona was like Daytona was the same was song seven times in a row. Absolutely not. Okay. I, I, Daytona I, was I, like, okay. I mean, like I would say if, if you remove the lyrics, right. And you just play uh, like the beat. It's the same song seven times in a row. It's masterful. The, the, the music, both the, the electrical instruments, the, the, the strings, the chords all throughout the album. You can listen to that entire album uh, with no lyrics over it. And it, it's, it's a masterful work and work of art. And then mm-hmm. victory lap, Nipsey hustle, just being, both a great lyricist, a great storyteller, um, not someone who's always rapping about diamonds and cars and bitches, but like someone who's rapping about like, you know, investing, um, investing in your team, growing, uh, starting a business, yeah, you know, injecting uh, your success back into your community, like things along those lines that, yeah. that are actually like meaningful to hip hop. No way invasion of privacy wins over either one of those. I, what I think happened here is... Mm-hmm. The Grammys know that, like, you know, you have to give Cardi something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to give her something, why not give her as, like, you know, why not give her Hip Hop Album of the Year and make her the first female artist to win it? Because, like, it's all about setting new records, well, right? F- look, for, for not to say that, that she doesn't deserve an award, but if you're going to give her the award, you may as well give her the biggest award in her hit, in her category and have a record-setting moment. First female artist to you win know who's, hip-hop album of the you know year, blah, blah, blah. Steaming right Nikki? Now. Oh, that's gotta, that's gotta be a punch to the gut. But, so Nikki, oh. Nikki was the one who kind of highlighted the fact that the, the producer, Ken, mm-hmm. has somewhat, you know, strangled uh, certain hip-hop artists like herself to play the Grammys game. Nikki's the type right? of person that... No, but, no, but she's not the only one. Like, no, every, I, I, yeah. I understand that she's not the only one, but 
she's the type of per- or she seems like the type of person who would take advantage of the fact that that's a well-known fact. Do you know what I mean? Like that's already a thing and everybody knows, okay, yeah, he like he he will uh excommunicate some artists because whatever, he has some sort of reason to not like them. Yeah. She's the type of person to not win because just she doesn't win. And be like, no, but he strangled me because, like, yeah. you know, he doesn't like me. And it's just like, no, Nikki, I, you know, we had brunch last week. You, yeah. you try to slip me a hundo. I was I like, mean, look, in, in I don't play case, this. I, I think Nikki might be telling the truth of like, you know, she might be. You know, I've been, I've had I my just, back I, against I the wall. I don't really like Nikki that, that but much. like, it's just easier to give Cardi this award again, yeah. not because she doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, when I look at invasion of privacy versus, Daytona, but that's also that's also based on preference too. You know, like. We often, especially people who are like real, like they're real lyricist driven, they tend to look at those albums and be like, oh my God, I can't believe anything else one other than this, right? But that's because that's what you prefer. That's like saying somebody would prefer Southern style music versus New York style music, right? Yeah. Or East Coast music. But I think, regardless of what coast you're from, a lot of people feel like. Cardi shouldn't have won that album. She she East might Coast, not have West yeah, Coast. I, look, South, I, I have no because she shouldn't that. have. Uh, um, but you know, still congratulations to Cardi. Yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle won best comedy album, uh, uh, Equanimity, and The Bird Revelation, which I think that's appropriate. I don't think there's anybody else who came out with another co- comedy album. Well, I guess comedy sh- special album, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah, give it to Dave Chappelle. I think it was the biggest. Give it to him. Yeah, uh, and then everything else is just stupid. Uh, okay, um, that's enough of Grammys. Speaking um, of stupid, let's talk about this Aladdin trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, oh and, shit! And I think we mentioned this, like when when the um, the the official artwork or the official uh, poster uh, came out, and you see Will Smith as this big ass stupid blue genie. Um, yeah, no, you you didn't even see him as the blue genie when the. Uh, when the pictures came out, you just saw him as Black Genie, essentially. He was just Will Smith with oh, yeah, a stupid yeah, ass yeah, ponytail. Yeah. I saw a picture of him yeah. as the Blue Genie somewhere. Oh, did you? I, yeah, I did. yeah, yeah. I, I saw, did. I yeah. saw the blue. I just remember when that, when the cover, and we even talked about it a little bit, like when the cover came out, and they came out with like you know, like the I think it was in like Esquire or mm-hmm. some shit like that. They came out with uh, some photos. Yeah, he looked stupid there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he looked really dumb. And then yeah, like yeah. when you know this this new when you're seeing him as the Blue Genie, um, it for me it like confirm that yeah this is a bad this is this was you know every couple of years he does a really bad movie for yeah. you know it was there was wild wild west and then it was <laughs> uh, which no which it was, was fun to Don't watch it, it was terrible just uh, Salma Hayek was in it move on it's fun to watch it was the Lima Rita of movies <laughs> <laughs> so there was wild wild west yeah. and then there was bagger vance yeah and then there was um uh what was that movie he did with his son not uh, oh, it's like the space movie. Yeah, uh, it, it was so forgettable. I forgot the name. Like I, Life after, or yeah, something like yeah, afterlife. So, something dumb. Yeah. Um, and now we have this. Yeah. You know. Uh, look, this movie hasn't come out, so I can't make judgments quite yet. But what I can tell you is, from the same company that pissed out avengers infinity war and gave us a spectacular thanos right mm-hmm. a thanos that was like oh my god is he real did you yeah. guys was he there <laughs> does thanos exist and is he working is he a sag actor i don't <laughs> yeah um uh from that same, shitty looking genie you give us this uh, like i don't even know how to even explain it it just looked like they somehow mapped 
Will Smith's face onto like another shitty CGI. Like, yeah. It just, I don't even know how to explain how bad this, like. I feel like th- they had so many designers working on Infinity War. Yeah. That when it came time to make this movie, they were like, shit, like we can't pay all this overtime. Um, <laughs> you three have to do all of the digital effects for this entire movie. Yeah. And they were like, holy. And, and of the three, two of them were interns. <laughs> They're like, holy shit. Will Smith is going to be pissed, but we got to do it. No, but, but the, the bad part about that is, is like you, for the trailer, you're always going to at least try to put your best foot forward or not even best foot, but at least something that, you know, people are going to be satisfied that with or not, not even, ah, that's not even a best way to put it because you can't please anybody but um at least put something out that is of a certain quality right mm-hmm. you put in, out at a, just in a the trailer teaser yeah. to, to to build the anticipation exactly because like, you want people to come see yeah. this movie you don't want people to watch it and be like like everybody as a collective whole i've never seen i haven't seen one person defend the movie like Oh, well, it's okay. Like yeah. they'll work on it during. No, everybody's how just like, "How long is this movie? Do you know fuck? how long it is?" No idea, but hopefully be shorter than a Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it just does not. Um, I, I, look, I, I don't know what they're doing over there in Disney, but they're wildly erratic. Again, how they can go from, and and obviously it's Marvel that's doing. Uh, the Avengers movies and they've had like 20 movies to get it right. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you, they, you they learn, they work at the office across yeah. the way, just fucking call Bob up, uh, you know, in the next building over and be like, what did you guys do? The, the <laughs> Avengers team is on the fourth floor. The Aladdin's team is on the third floor. You mean to yeah. tell me there's no shared best practices you guys don't go out to lunch floors. together you know you probably do need like a special security badge to get on <laughs> the infinity War like, floor. They, they ask you they're like what movie are you working on aladdin they're yeah. like nah you can't <laughs> you can't even push the button to get up to that floor they're like access denied it'll just take you to the fifth floor <laughs> yeah or they're fucking working on like the next toy story or some shit yeah. and you're just like yeah. it's another shitty movie <laughs> And then the Infinity yeah. Wars people have like reserved parking. Yeah. And then the Aladdin people have to park in like the visitors lot D and take the trolley. They have to, they have to take street parking yeah. on random side the streets. Distri- Can you imagine being in like the, the, the Marvel yeah. Disney cafe and everyone's just talking like, oh, so what film are you working on? Oh, Infinity War. Oh my yeah. God. Like, can we, can you be my peer mentor? Like, yeah, absolutely. What film are you working on? Aladdin. <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to have a working lunch. <laughs> I'm going to eat while I work so I don't have to talk to you. No, they just, so, like, they just put up a partition. Somehow there's a partition on the table. Like, yeah. it just comes up and it just divides everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> just divides you. And, and you can hear him, too. <laughs> you can still hear him talking. Knocking on the wall. <laughs> just pretend they're not there. You said you'd be my peer mentor. Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. So I think that's enough. Um, I think that's enough shitting on uh, Aladdin. I think uh, the the big question is um, why the fuck would would they do that? And uh, will they be able to fix it before the movie comes out? My answer is probably going to be no. Um, But hopefully Will Smith's career still uh, thrives after this Uh, very shitty movie. Will Smith is... An unstoppable force. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. You, 
and, and so you, I actually started watching his Netflix special. Um, he has a Netflix special. Yeah, it's called um like uh like this rock or this planet or something like. It's it's like Netflix's own uh, version of uh, Planet Earth. Really? Um, but it focuses on I guess like the human experience on Earth, right? And I mean it's it's actually very very good. The first episode focuses on. Um, like it just talks about how like one of the most amazing planets in our entire galaxy is mm-hmm. like the one we're walking on. Like Earth is so dynamic and complex and amazing in so many ways that it can sustain life. Right. And it's like, you know, they're very in, in our own solar system. Right. How many planets can like sustain human life? I guess there's only one. Yeah. Right. And then it, that we know that we know of. Right. Yeah. And then there's um, and then it talks about like one of the most like interesting but forgettable things. Breathing air Mm. right yeah it's like involuntary we just do it naturally from day one um but how complex it is to even take one breath like everything that goes into it Uh, so it starts off very good and it's it's full-on will smith he's just like wow breathing (laughs) air i mean to do this is absolutely incredible whoa like (laughs) like he doesn't uh dial down the will smith Smith at all you're breathing through your mouth yeah whoa that's uh well that's why they cut him the checks uh, is because <laughs> he uh he's will smith all right uh so let's 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 jump to the uh the the next issue at hand i think uh, i'll let you take this one yeah so um i was uh i don't know where i was when i was thinking about this yeah. but it, it, and, and you know what like this goes back to when i used to work at like under armor right and i worked in the customer service department so we would get in all these angry calls from people who were angry about the simplest things. My socks were supposed to arrive today at 9 a.m. That's when the tracking information says it's supposed to arrive. It's noon. My socks aren't here. I feel like I deserve a $100 gift card for the inconvenience. It's like, wait, what the fuck are you talking? No, <laughs> we're not FedEx. We, I don't know when this shit's going to deliver. We're yeah. the company who makes the shit, not deliver the shit. You know, yeah. like you got to be mad at them. Yeah. But like working in customer service and I, and I think I think all people at some point in time in their lives should work in either customer service or the service industry, like work at mm-hmm. a bar, a restaurant. I think it teaches you a lot about how to respect and treat other people absolutely when dealing with things that are out of their control well it, it's because like it's, it's for that reason of like like when you see somebody who's like really rich and they're mm-hmm. just an asshole to everybody well it's because they they've never really had to be on the other end of that spectrum yeah, they never really had to like work for the for the money and and like if they have right like if you're someone who's really rich and you started off working in a restaurant or whatever but and you're just a rich asshole then it then it's fair enough yeah. then, then you're just an asshole <laughs> yeah. right but hey at yeah. least at least we know that yeah um so you know i was thinking back to like my like customer service jobs i've worked in the past and how i could have wrote a movie on some of the experiences i i had right yeah um so if i were to have a movie made just for me if, if one of the if paramount pictures were to make a movie just for me right now i'd probably want it to be like uh, romantic comedy slash, you know, shoot 'em up thriller about like customer <laughs> service. I, I don't know how those two things <laughs> are, are married together. Oh, yeah, uh, Mr. Well, and Mrs. Smith. We'll have Stallone what you mean, yeah. and uh, Jason Bateman produce it. <laughs> Jason <laughs> or Bateman. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, that's what you would right, need. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be bad, right? Yeah. Um, 
but so my movie, right? It would be about customer service. Yeah. It would be about two people who have shitty customer service jobs with different companies. Yeah. Um, like maybe one works for like Apple's customer service and the other one works for like uh, fucking Puma's customer service, right? Yeah. Um, and they they both have these shitty jobs that they hate. They listen to people complain all day. And then one day one of them has, you know, a Puma issue or Apple issue and they call the other and they just like click like, oh, you're not like one of the asshole people I deal with on a regular basis, yeah. right? And then the other person's like, oh, I work in customer service too. And that's how they connect and they find out they live in the same neighborhood, maybe even the same building, mm, right? The plot thickens. And then they like bump into each other at like the coffee shop around the corner or on the elevator, right? And then they just go on this amazing journey. But throughout the journey, like they're still living their normal everyday lives. So it shows them going to work, dealing yeah. with these like, ridiculously funny and infuriating customer service issues with customers on the phone. And then like the shit there's all the, the, the managers in the customer service department are always like the worst fucking people. Just like <laughs> just shitty fuck. Like, do you know, have you ever called customer service and you're like, I want to speak to the manager. Yeah. The manager who gets on the phone mm -hmm. Doesn't give a fuck. Gives <laughs> less of a fuck than the person you were speaking with the first time. Well, that's because you're calling without the prerequisite haircut. There is a specific haircut that you need. What's the haircut? The, oh, come on. Like the short bob to the side. The I want to talk to your manager cut. You oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah you, there you, are certain haircuts where it's like yeah. this person is going to ask to speak to the manager. And then like that asshole manager will then turn into like the most polite. Oh, yes, man. Like, you know, like that. I, I, once you have that haircut, I think it just demands that you you get treated with politeness. But like if you're on the phone, right, if you're the person on the phone, and you ask to speak to the manager, like yeah. the, the person you're speaking with, this person you're speaking to first, yeah. they care about your issue. Somewhat. Or they care enough. They they want to help you fix it. They don't want to lose their job. Yeah, because they don't want their manager <laughs> to have to come over yeah. and take over the conversation and solve the yeah. problem that they couldn't solve. Because yeah. when that phone call is done, the manager yeah. will be like, "Well, why didn't you fix the problem for that customer? They're always right, right?" Yeah. So, but when the manager gets on the phone, they don't give a fuck. They're probably yeah. just gonna say like, "Yes, okay, like here's your fucking whatever, whatever back." <laughs> but they don't yeah. give a shit. I want to see this movie because yeah. they're, they're so you, well, you've, well, you've well, had a customer it? service job, right? Yeah. Yeah. Plenty. Yeah. So we know like you don't give a shit about the customer. It, it depends on the job. I think that there are some jobs if you really hate your job, then absolutely. Like you, they could be saying my house is on fire right now. I'd be like, man, Let that's tough. Burn. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Who's in You just learn how to say every cliche in the book. Yeah. You just like, man, I'm working extremely hard. <laughs> yeah, do you know when you call it and you get that person on the phone who's just like, you know, Hi, how may I help you? Customer. <laughs> they don't, they're so lazy they thank, can't even yeah. like get through the sentence. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for calling FedEx. We're here to deliver your packages on time. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to catch somebody on their last day. <laughs> Just, he's like, what the fuck do you want? What? <laughs> oh, your package is late? Whoops. Fuck you. You're never going to get that shit. I'm Someone glad it was. Stole it. I'm glad it was late. <laughs> Um, what what would your movie be called? Customer service. No, no, come on. Yeah, you gotta yeah. come up with something a little, a little more complicated than customer uh, service. Pending, it. pending. Ooh, okay. Isn't like that it. isn't that the worst feeling? Like when you order something and it's been pending, it's been for like pending for like four weeks, days. Yeah. What what does that fucking word mean? Pending. 
Yeah, it means you're not going to get your shit. <laughs> <laughs> it means your shit is going to be late. Yeah. Your order didn't go through. Somebody stole it's it off your fucking... Someone stole it. Yeah. Pending might be one of the worst words in the English language because <laughs> nothing good is ever pending. I don't know. If, you, if you're waiting to get in, like, you see if you're accepted for school and they say your application's pending, it's better than denied, right? No, uh, denied is at least a sense of, like, no, it you know, didn't happen. Pending is like... If I'm about to try to go to a fucking Ivy League school and my Listen, shit's pending, if your like, application right, cool. at Harvard is pending, yeah. they're just checking to see how many other black males <laughs> they have at the university. Uh, should we let them in? Uh, Are we over our quota? <laughs> they don't have quotas, rain, according to their official statement. They have many. <laughs> Asian uh, quota, black quota, male, female quota. Uh, um. Yeah, what what movie would I? Yeah, what's your movie? Um, see, that's tough for me because I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a divorce writer. yourself from any anything you're currently writing. Okay, like uh, maybe something you wouldn't write, but you'd like to see. I wouldn't write that. I would like to see. Uh, I I can't do horror. I can't write horror to save my life. Uh, so I think it might be a very it. it I, I love mashing together genres that mm-hmm. you don't think would work. That like on paper wouldn't work, but yeah. for some reason you're able to make it work. So I think I would love to do like uh horror horror. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do a horror. I mean you can. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to any uh horrors out there. Um uh it's no. called back page. <laughs> um uh but I would love to do a horror movie that maybe encompasses I don't know what what I don't know what other genre would go together with a like a sci like a sci-fi no sci-fi goes with horror pretty well um that's how we got Jason I mean like like a tech movie (laughs) Jason X (laughs) you're absolutely right um let's see like a western uh well well, maybe a horror western oh Mm. that might actually be pretty good that might be kind of dope that'd be some scary shit horror western yeah yeah, look, I'm up because you don't have like a, a fucking um, like a security monitor. Do you know how in all the horror movies they always go check the security monitor? The alarm and, is going off. <laughs> he's in the upstairs bedroom, right? Yeah. You see fucking Michael Myers uh, walking around the house. Uh, then, oh, where'd he go? Uh, what room is he in? Then he stabs the people. <laughs> but in the western, yeah, you don't got that. You just gotta listen for the creaks in the wood. Yeah, I've. I, now that I really think about it, I've never really good. seen a horror western movie. Hey, if if you if you if you're a fan of the show and uh, you're listening right now, uh, send us uh, if we're missing something about uh, an example of a, a horror western movie. Send it to us. A I'm good really one, curious, though. A good, yeah, no, not, nothing. Shady. Not that one that yeah, yeah, nothing, Paris Hilton made. Well, nothing with uh, Will Smith in it. Uh, whenever he's in the West, he just does not do well. It's, Has uh, he done any other western movies? He all he needed was the one. The one. For it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one, yeah, and hey, this yeah, is bad yeah, enough. Well, we don't need more. one and done. That's what we call that. Yeah, uh, but that would that actually sounds like a good, um, cl- like good good mashup. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm really into that idea. That would be some scary shit. Could we have directed or mm. write it or whatever? Who's mm. who's good at horror, and then who might be good at uh, a western? That. I'm trying to think of like horror movie directors, and I don't know too many off the top of my head. Or maybe 
And I was gonna say Quentin Tarantino, but he's not really horror. Yeah, that, but you know, he's that, already that's done the first. He, he's eight. done a lot of like those types of westerns. Well, um, he's only done. I think he's only done the Hateful Eight. That's like the western kind of thing. The Django Unchained was Is you know like a western. Yeah, kind of. I guess yeah. They yeah. had some horses in it. That's yeah. all I mean for it. Horses <laughs> and slaves. <laughs> old old timey western. Um, yeah. But like, yeah, who who would you know really own the horror side of it, right? Um, well, I don't know why. So my mind keeps going to James Cameron for some reason, and I guess because of uh, Aliens, mm-hmm. right? James Cameron did Aliens, right? I'm pretty sure. Or was uh, that no? No, no, that, was, that uh, was Alan. No, 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 no. It it was a uh, fuck because he just came out with the movie, uh, the the other Aliens movie that just came out, and now I can't. Right, uh, Ridley, Ridley, uh, Scott. Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he. So when, uh, oh, so maybe we get Ridley. Ooh. Yeah. How about we just copyright? Oh shit. shit! So no one can produce your movie. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, it's original, looked, that's why you're, you're talking to me about like you know, I, I might write this customer service. Yeah. You, you <laughs> should do, write man. this. Have you have you ever written a script or tried to? Nay, you I've should, written you should, a you lot of it. really bad book reports <laughs> <laughs> and research papers. <laughs> horrible, horrible writing. Um, but yeah. <laughs> you know. You should you should say like even if you don't show it to anybody even if you don't do anything with it you should try it because I think I think you'll start to look at movies a little differently once yeah. you've like you know I've always wanted to do well not yeah. always since having a kid yeah. uh, writing a children's book okay yeah I think I may actually uh, pursue that yeah with with some real like uh, with some real like care and thought behind it yeah like you write should. a s- series of children's what would be books. your the character that you go after well the character would be like my daughter. And she would be like, uh, like I've already put some thought like behind it. She would be yeah. like a uh, like an investigator. Ooh! But she would investigate like like kind of like kid crimes. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to get the option. I thought like adult crimes. Like she'd be a kid, but investigating <laughs> adult crimes. <laughs> like this children that actually gets would be very real. That actually would be like uh, somebody didn't pay their child support this month. Uh, we're oh, going to go do some research on this. You Let know? me do what the child support <laughs> services couldn't. Um, <laughs> But no, it was gonna be like a, a kind of a kid, like investigating kid crimes, but like serious kid crimes, you know. Mm. So I'm putting some thought behind that. Oh, I just okay. actually need to like put pen to paper. Do it. Yeah, I'm I've, I've, I've got this thing, this like, like notepad on my phone okay. of like yeah, yeah. characters' names, character backstories, yeah, yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah, do that shit. Man. It's coming. It's gonna be a New York Times bestseller. Hey, okay. Well, Baltimore. You went, you went too Baltimore far. Times Baltimore Times bestseller. A, a pig town. <laughs> Well, that's not hard. That's that's a good place to start. You'll definitely uh, definitely win that. Put some cocaine yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah, and it's automatically going to sell out. Yeah. Um. All right. Okay. Uh. So we're going to go to our last uh the smaller issue here before we jump into the main uh the meat of it. Uh, that's the show. Uh. Let Let's talk real quick, and we don't even have to spend that much time on this. Um. Let, let's just get this out in the open. Um. Do we really need another avatar? No. Yeah. A quick answer. Sh- short and sweet. I like, like it. Answers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no. Uh, yeah. No. We don't. I think this is um, obviously James Cameron has what four more avatars in the works. Yeah. Yeah. So that means there'll be five avatars existing in the world. Shit. If James Cameron has his ways. Yeah. Rarely ever does there need to be five or f- four or five of anything <laughs> ever. <laughs> Well, right. I don't know. We we needed eight seasons of Game of Thrones. Now, I mean, but that's like one show, right? The four or five upcoming Game of Thrones spinoffs that they're planning. Yeah. 
no, you know, how the fuck am I supposed to watch all of that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Four more avatars. What more story could be told? Uh, look, I, look, I, I'm sure that there's more stories to be told, but here's here's the fear that I have. Um, one, what if the shit doesn't pop the way that the first one popped? Because look, it, and it's a very big mystery to me um, why Avatar sold as many tickets as it did. I, I don't get it. Cinematically, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Sure. Sure, we could say that, um, that it was a beautiful movie. During its time, it was like what Blade Runner 2049 is now, like cinematically just a masterpiece, I think. You think? Yeah, I mean, when it came out, it was like watching that was like incredible. Like the visuals were incredible. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I, I mean, I watched it and it was cool, but I didn't really, like it didn't really, and was it one of like the, not first, but was it one of the more sort of, um, um, uh, better known 3D movies at the time. I yeah. Because that's right around the time where I think 3D and it went away quickly, but um, it was one of the, like the very first like big IMAX 3D. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Avatar really did like, it, it was the first time 3D was done to that um, level of uh, of production. Yeah. Well, what I'm also thinking too is maybe 2009, because that's when the first Avatar movie came out. Yeah, it was just a light year for movies and everybody was just starved for something, right? Because uh, let's see what we got that year. We got District 9, <laughs> um, which is actually not that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. District 9, was, yeah. you had uh, Zombieland, Inglorious Bastards. Zombieland 2 is coming out. There. Adventure, I saw, yeah, I saw yep. that. Uh, Adventureland. Inglorious uh, Bastards Road. was big. No, I mean, not a 3D Star movie. Star Trek, course. which I would argue, I think that was actually a better movie than Avatar. Nay, you you don't think so? No. <laughs> Star okay. Trek with um with uh Chris Pine, right? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, the Hangover. Big movie. Um, not but doesn't have the appeal yeah, that yeah. Uh, an Avatar would. Okay. Um, Up, which is you know I think that's the yeah. one that everybody I mean, mass uh, massive Pixar movie lost their shit about. Uh, The Blind Side. Um, but who really cares fa- about that? Fa- one? Fairly yeah. big. I mean, Sandra Bullock. Did her thing. Yeah. Uh, Made Michael Orr look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> if I was him, I'd have been pissed about that movie too. Like, yo, I'm not some I'm big not retarded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never had one of these before. <laughs> a bedroom, a bed, <laughs> and a brain. <laughs> yeah. That's. They made him look like. Uh, the the what the scarecrow, <laughs> which which who didn't have a brain? Was it the scarecrow? I think it was the scarecrow who didn't have a brain. The the lion didn't have a heart. And the tin man didn't have the tin man didn't have a heart. Yeah, the lion didn't have courage. The tin man didn't have a heart. Or was it the lion? Because it was the cowardly lion, right? Yeah, so he didn't so have the, courage. He didn't have courage. The tin man Wait. didn't have a heart. Scarecrow oh, didn't have a brain. He needed a, but then when you need heart, isn't that like? Never. Uh, it's a very dangerous hole. That look, I'm I'm looking at back at these movies, bro. I think it was just a light year. I don't know. Some of those movies were big. The Hangover. Were they up? But what I'm saying is, just like Star okay, Trek. so like look, Star but, Trek had to have been big. With that was Star before Marvel really popped off. Right? That was a year after Iron Man. They weren't sure where they were really going to go with it. They're like, man, we're we're just going to wait for. I this. don't know. I think Avatar was 
big because it was a great movie. It was definitely a great movie. Dude, um, it's the highest selling movie ever. Yeah. Uh, Does it so when you go back and think about Avatar, do you think this is the high this should be the highest grossing movie ever? If I'm living if it's 2009 and Avatar had just come out, no. And, and even back then I didn't think and it should it's be pacing to be movie. one of the highest selling movies. It makes sense to me. I, dude, I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I, I think it's because you're comparing like how far we've come. and, and No, no. Back. Even back then. It, it, watching Avatar back then was the equivalent of me watching Jurassic World when I first watched it. Uh, when Not not the second one because I haven't even seen the second one. But the first Jurassic World where everybody made a fucking huge deal about it. And I sat in a the theater and I watched it. I was like tight. Uh, I think I'm going to go get some Taco Bell. Nigga, no you didn't. How, I did. old, how old were you? Oh my god. What about with what? Jurassic World? No, no, yeah. not Jurassic Park. Jurassic World, the one that just came out. With um Chris Pratt. Yeah, no, fuck that movie. I didn't even see that movie. Okay, well then yeah. but, well, I'm trying to convey you So in, the in 2008 though. or 9 when um uh this movie Avatar came out, I was I just graduated high school like a year, year and a half before. No you didn't. I graduated 2007. Shit. So Damn, I was like it's 18, 19. Yeah. Um, th- that movie was big. It was big. No, no. I know it was big. What I'm saying is, did he deserve to be big? And I don't. I was. I, don't I remember so, seeing that movie in theaters when yeah. they gave you those like stupid ass 3D glasses. <laughs> and then like. The red and the blue joint. You know, it, it was. Uh, a definitely an experience. Yeah. No, it was a hundred percent an experience. What I'm saying is, it's like it. Look, it's the highest grossing movie ever. So it beat out Avengers, uh, Infinity War. It's beat. It's beat now. And it, it was just like, and and it was a solo title. Meaning Wait, I that, thought those. I thought Black Panther beat it, and then Infinity no. Wars beat Black Panther. No, Infinity War beat uh, Black Panther, but they're both still significantly, like significantly, still under Avatar, Avatar? which Shit. is mind boggling, right? That that's what I'm trying to convey to you. Well, How does War that make has sense? To beat that. No, Infinity War. Do you mean Endgame? Like the uh, one yeah, I'm sorry, the, the yeah. upcoming one. If if that doesn't beat Avatar, I'm gonna be like. But then that, that makes me think, why was Avatar so big? Like there has to be something that like it had to be huge in like China, or some shit, and. That was like the first time anybody counted like China, uh, China as like you know the, Chinese revenue. <laughs> yeah, you know like that, or like they had to be like fudging the numbers or some shit. Because I'm like Avatar. Okay, don't get me wrong. It wasn't. I'm not going to sit here and tell you Avatar was a shitty movie, but the highest grossing ever, well over two billion. I think it's like two point seven billion dollars is what Avatar made in the box uh, box office overall. I might be lying about that, but I'll I'll see here. That's in a, a crazy number. Like. That doesn't even, that's mind boggling. Like, Avatar? Why? <laughs> like, do, like do, do, you, do you get where I'm coming from now? Like, I get where you're coming from, but I still understand why. And, and so, the reason why I think Black Panther and, um, you know, the uh, Infinity War and those movies didn't surpass it is because, like, we're so used to those, like, especially with Marvel, right? Like, we were expecting it to be, uh, such a massive blockbuster and mind you in in 2009 running to the movies to go see it was the thing to do right yeah you had to rush to the theater to go see it that's like going to the movies then was still like something you 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 just had to do something you wanted to do now 
I kind of I would rather just you know wait till it's available for me to stream it on demand, right? Or yeah. or I'm not in a rush to go run to the theater to see it on opening night anymore. I kind of would rather wait two or three weeks to see it once it's died down and I can see it at a time that I want to see when all the good time slots aren't sold out. So I think back then going to the movies was more of an experience as it is now, which is why it did crazy numbers at the box office then. And and, and a bigger movie like Infinity War didn't because, you know, I'm not running to the theater these days. But when I was 19, no, that but movie that, came I, out. I, I wouldn't even accept that because it's like, okay, uh, the, the movie that I could point to as the the thing that should have been to me one of the highest grossing movies, or it is one of the highest grossing movies of all the time, but the thing that probably should have been the highest grossing movie of all the time, The Dark Knight. I think not only was that a follow up to an existing property already, it's Batman. And then on top of that, uh, the buzz about the movie was insane that people were like, this. Heath Ledger shut it down so in that movie. I think leading so like leading up to that movie, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I remember like when The Dark Knight came out, I was excited to see it because it looked really good. But people didn't know how good the movie was until after they saw it. It was like after they saw it that they were like, after they saw what? After they saw The Dark Knight and Heath Ledger's performance. No, but he, but even before the movie came out, and and then. On top of that, it was he one of the next to last uh, performance by Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. So you would think that would even have like give it a boost, you know, as as uh, distasteful as that is to say. But you would think like all those combinations would add up to like, oh, everybody's going to go out and see that because the pre the pre movie release buzz was, mm-hmm. oh, shit, this shit is wild. Right. Um, because it's just like any movie that comes out now. Right. Like before DC comes out with a movie like DC came out with Aquaman, the buzz about that was like, ah, it's pretty good. Yeah, like it's not going to like it's not going to change yeah. your life. I mean, but it's I'm good. just thinking back to that time because I remember when that movie was coming out for me, it was like, you know. Like you hear some amazing things about that movie, but yeah. it wasn't like a run to the theater to watch it. It was it like it was the complete opposite for me. Like I thought really, everybody had to run out and go see the Dark Knight. No, for me, it, it was like it was after you watched the movie. That's like, when you're like, Holy my siblings, shit. my siblings who you know don't. I mean, they, they watch movies just like normal people, but they were even like, we got to go see. Like we made it a point as a like a family, yeah. to go see the movie. You know what it takes to get me and my siblings out to go see a fucking movie? Yeah. It takes a lot, you yeah. know? So it, it's just like a, it, and like, I, I think I feel you like on the whole 3D aspect of it. I think it was one of the first big, huge yeah, 3D I mean, movies. And, and that's out. the element, right? So the, the Dark Knight was just like, hey, there's some really great performances in it. He's but there was no amazing. sort of. There was no reason to see it in theaters. It was another yeah. Batman movie. Sure. This was a completely new story with like new technology right yeah that's the draw to run and sad though because it's not it's a very mediocre-ish movie like like so very basic it's not saying that avatar was the best movie of all time it's just the highest selling yeah and that and we know why james cameron very respected director avatar really interesting new unique story the 3d technology bang (sighs) high selling that's so dumb though nah I don't think highest selling means best. Clearly, there are better no, movies clearly, than Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just highest selling because it hit at the right time. You know that motherfucker has two of them at the top of the list. What Titanic and um and Avatar? And Avatar. That motherfucker. Yeah, he's getting big bags. 
Yo, his residuals are insane. Fucking crazy. Are you kidding? He like I, the fact that he keeps putting out movies is just a, a testament to the fact that he loves making movies. Do they send you a check when it's that big, or do they <laughs> like do they <laughs> like wire transfer to you? Like, like does it come like every well, they, two weeks? They certainly don't Venmo you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah, it every two weeks like yeah. like regular people, or do they just send you like a yearly? Here's fifty million for. No, I'm sure he's worked Avatar. out a deal. Sure, he he doesn't even know. Like I'm, we're trying to say here, guess he the doesn't. The studio probably know. skims seventeen million <laughs> off the back end, and he's like, I don't even know. They're like, here's the fourteen <laughs> you made last year off of reruns and residuals. He's like, thanks. They're like, he doesn't know. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> every <all> year. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, that that motherfucker. Like, but who who can argue with his quality? Like, yeah. So you have Terminator, that's him, mm-hmm. and then T two, then you have Avatar, Titanic, uh, and I'm sure he's has some yeah, real he other has, bona fides other, that I'm uh, and I'm just not thinking blockbusters. Um, yeah, you know what though? No, that that's a really good question. So with these big blockbuster movies, the, these classic movies that, you know, these studios are licensing out and, and that movies that are running all the time that are always on TV. Yeah. Um, they're still generating a lot of revenue, right? Yeah. Um, are the people who are getting like those residuals getting the full amount? A full amount. It's like, let's say, let's say residuals? Titanic has, uh, still generated, Twenty million dollars of revenue in two thousand and eighteen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the studio is still paying out um, the 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 actors and the actresses and anyone involved in that picture who had like uh, residual income built into their contracts. Yeah. The studio is still paying them out. Um, how much is the studio paying? Hmm. I don't know. Because like, cause like mo- for the most part, it's probably just got to be a percentage, right? Like you know. Get, get, uh, no, but that's if they worked out the, that they would get, be getting pers- uh, points like it, they could just be, uh, choose to take like a one lump sum. Yeah. Um, so like, like, let's say Leonardo DiCaprio for Titanic, you know, had a a one percent residual income uh, built into his contract, you know, for every year following that this film still generated income above $5 million per year. Right. Yeah. He would get 1% of that. Like, let's just say that was the language in his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say the studio was like, Oh yeah, it only generated 5 million. It didn't generate the 20 <laughs> that it actually did. Yeah. How does, is Leo and his, and, and, and his team really keeping track of that? And is the studio really paying as much as they should? Because one one percent on twenty million is much more than one percent on five, right? So the studio could be like, "Oh, you know, we only made five. <laughs> I don't know. You're asking deep questions. Yeah, those, that, I have that, that no is a answers. Deep question, but you know the studio. They're always trying to. We don't want to fucking pay Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, eight they, million they for Titanic. No, give him five hundred thousand. See what he says. <laughs> <laughs> See what he says. See what he says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the ultimate thing to say when you know somebody's trying to like run some games. Yeah, <laughs> 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 All right, uh, I think we're done with the whole Avatar talk. Although I think that's a very interesting thing to look at, like you why know, I, Avatar I may, did so well. That uh, no, I wasn't even going to talk about that. I might, yeah. I'm going to look up my side of it too, like mm. residuals and like payout. Like how how does that work, right? For an actor who did. Morgan Freeman. Well, maybe how we much can do is that he on still making from Seven? 
Well, maybe we can do that with uh, the new film, uh, the yeah. next film. Let's, let's that talk do, about yeah. that Re- residual income yeah. in, in the film industry. How, do, how does that work? Yeah. Um, okay. Um, so let, let's uh, let, let's get to what we came here for, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I know you you know we've been gone for a while. We haven't really done some stuff, but uh, yeah, we are back with another debate. All right, debate night, twenty nineteen, February. I forget what day it is exactly. Uh, but 13, 13, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Uh, uh, Valentine's Eve. Is that a thing? I don't think it's a thing. Um, Valentine's Eve is for your side chick. <laughs> it's listen, side, side chick awareness yeah, day. We can't yeah. don't text or call me tomorrow <laughs> at all. I'm going to be with my girl. Yeah. I got a little something for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you to Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna you can have get the new Crunchwrap Chalupa, yeah, big box <laughs> with the two soft shell tacos, not one, yeah, the two, two baby, two of them things, and the dessert <laughs> and the empanada. Get what you want, except don't get what you want. Just get those things specifically. <laughs> um, all right, so we uh this debate night here in America, um, here in Baltimore, uh, and we've got a very interesting debate tonight. Uh, one in which I don't know where I come on it yet. I think I'm going to, although that was a very weird way to say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no coming on anything until I leave. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know which, uh, which, which end of the spectrum I, I come out on uh, quite yet, but we'll see. Uh, music or movies? Which is the most influential? Hmm. Now let's uh, let's begin this. Let's uh, let, let's put the court in order, um, and let's first state. Uh, and I'll I'll defer to you first, Lorraine. Which would you actually choose, and what is your defense? So I have to go with music. Mm-hmm. Why? Because without music. Films as we you know watch them, whether it's it's a new movie coming out like Infinity War, which you know, um, I, I'm trying to think of a, a movie, uh, A Star Is Born, right? Which sure. it, it, the 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 film is really about the music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think music can exist without film. I don't think film can exist without music. Hmm. Um, while let's stick with having this conversation in, 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 in the modern day and age where both do exist, but it's hard for me to ignore a time in which mute, uh, film did not exist. And there was just music, right? Music mm-hmm. has existed since the beginning of time. Sure. Right. Um, so you can't ignore the fact that one has existed without the other, but you, you fast forward to today, both exists. One is better because of the other mm-hmm. a movie a great movie is better because it has great music in it mm-hmm. um, uh, um i mean have you ever seen like i was watching um i, I follow filmatic i think it's called filmatic on instagram right yeah and sometimes they'll show behind the scenes clips of how certain scenes were made um they'll uh show um you know bloopers or like outtakes from films and i was watching one recently that showed uh a particular scene i think it was um uh, pulp Fiction, and, and it was a scene where John Travolta and Uma Thurman were like dancing, right? 
Um, yeah. And it kind of showed the behind the scenes of like Quentin Tarantino, a weird motherfucker. He was like dancing in the background as well. Yeah. And yeah, he is very weird. That was, um, you, like, you couldn't really hear the music. And that scene, like seeing that behind the scenes without the music, completely different than seeing it on the screen mm. with the music. So mm. the music made that scene powerful. Yeah. Um, so again, my, my thing is music can exist without film. Film cannot exist without music. Mm. I like it. Um, that's a very uh, eloquent, uh, eloquently. Well, that that was not the correct order. In that no, sense, <laughs> uh, that was a very <laughs> eloquent way to uh, to phrase it uh, and to put it. Um, it is hard to defend uh, movies being more uh, influential than music, but you have the right man for the job. In moi, okay. Um, what is the question, right? The question is, what's more influential, mm-hmm. music or movies, right? Now, in order for something to be influential, you would have to uh, actually pay attention to whatever that thing is, right? Now, music is more accessible, meaning that if you're uh, cleaning the house, you can put some music on. If you're uh, driving to work, you can put some music on. Uh, if you're having sex you can have music on right but you don't have to necessarily pay attention to that music right so therefore its influence is perhaps not as strong as we might just ordinarily believe it is right just in in just offhand movies you have to sit down and you have to pay attention to a movie. You have to watch from one scene to the next to understand what you're watching. To, because if you don't pay attention, you'll go through half the movie not knowing what the fuck is happening. So you have to pay attention, right? And I feel as though that's a much more likely way to develop uh or or for something to have influence on you when you actually pay attention to it if i have some music on in the background and i'm not really paying attention but i'm doing whatever it is that i'm doing you know i'm doing my taxes or uh fucking you know playing a video game doing whatever i'm not really paying attention to that music it's giving me a feeling right it's it's giving me you know a little bit of happiness whatever the case is but i'm not i'm not really being influenced by it I understand what you're saying in terms of watching a movie and movies not being the same without music, but I would contend that it's a symbiotic relationship where uh, music is enhanced by film, right? I I think back to some of the songs that I I love most, right? Uh, Like, so for instance, um, Purple Rain wouldn't really be Purple Rain if we couldn't see Prince in the movie Purple Rain, right? But did the song not come out before the movie? No, no, they 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 were. It was this one and the same. No, uh, I, think, I think the song came out before the movie, and then no, the movie the, was made. What? No, it, it, Purple Rain was the movie. It, it, unless I have that, compl- maybe I have that wrong. Let, let, I'm let, pretty let me, sure it was a song, me, but it was a movie. Fair enough. Let me let me let me look that up. But, but while I'm looking that up, um, I have countless other examples of, uh the music being enhanced by whatever it is that I'm watching. Look, half, half of my playlist 
are things uh, from TV shows that I've that I've watched. Right. Like I, I remember, look, Smallville was a shitty show for all intent and purposes. It, it had a, a couple good seasons, but it was a terrible show. But one of the things that they actually really did uh, well was incorporate music into the show, right? Um, where every week you were getting, there was one song or two songs that you're like, damn, you know, that was a nice song that they had. And it was just in that right scene where Lana, you know, says some whack shit as she always did. And then Clark said some whack shit as he always did, but it looked great. And the music enhanced that scene, but the music was enhanced by the scene itself, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, think of how many, like, uh, Rocky, right? Um, we think of Eye of the Tiger, you know? Would we be as excited about Eye of the Tiger if we didn't see Rocky dancing around a ring beating the shit out of Clubber Lang, you know? Yeah. Um, so, uh, so that would be my defense for music, movies being more influential is the fact that you have to pay attention to it in order to understand it Therefore, it can have a greater impact on you more consciously. Uh, And then also, as much as music enhances movies or TV shows, they do the same in return for the music. Okay. So I want to go back to your reference about like cleaning up, right? You're you're cleaning around the house. um, You put on music as a background noise, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the powerful thing about music is its influence even when you're not um, paying direct attention to it, right? Mm-hmm. Again, it's even if you're, you're doing something else that has uh, that, that's requiring your time and your attention, the, the background music, it's still inspiring you to either stay in the zone, to keep a rhythm, to, um, to maintain your focus on that other thing. Mm-hmm. That's powerful in and of itself. Like, I don't even have to pay direct attention to this thing but it is so powerful that it has subconscious influence on me as well yeah. the same can't be said for film like if there's a movie on and i'm not directly watching it if, mm-hmm. if i'm in the other room and i can't see what's going on and i hear the sounds from it mm-hmm. it, it has no influence about what i'm doing in that other room mm-hmm. but if there's music on in one room and i'm in the other i i still get the energy from it i still get that um, subconscious like influence or inspiration. Maybe it's maybe it's just a rhythm. Maybe it's the tempo. Whatever it may be, like you're still getting that. You're feeding off of it, right? I, I think about um, you know, you know, having like a little jam session work day out of out of like a Starbucks, right? Mm-hmm. Why do people go to Starbucks to get their work done? Yes, there's free Wi-Fi there, and obviously there's coffee there too. But most people will tell you that like the energy in the Starbucks is is why they go there to work. And where does that energy come from? Starbucks just has like this unique playlist where the music that they're playing, it's not at the forefront of your mind. So you can you can focus on your work. Mm-hmm. It's like that background tempo that allows you to like lock into a zone. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more powerful than watching anything. Well, my rebuttal to that would be that's just talking about short term influence versus long term influence. Right. Music is really good at short term influence, whereas I feel like movies are better at long term um, influence. Uh, and, 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 I, and I think that we're pitting them against each other. But really, I think, you know, it, it's just like they both have clearly have influence yeah. over people. We're just what talking could you about live without music and no film or film without music 
music and no film. Yeah, I mean, I, I would clearly have to default to music with no film. Even as much as I love films, I don't think I could really stand a movie that didn't or, you know, and I that's actually a lie. I could stand a movie that didn't have music in it. It just would have to be done in an appropriate way where we're so reliant on it that and we're so used to hearing it Mm -hmm. that when we don't, we're like something's wrong. Something's going on. But the truth is um, uh, we've had so many examples of, of movies that don't have music in it i mean yeah you have movies like roma which didn't rely too heavily on music right which still turned out to be great films but i mean how many of those can you have (laughs) before you're like fuck that's true yeah (laughs) no fair enough you're you're gonna get those one or two but at the end of the day um film just our music just has not just a great influence on film but all aspects of life and art right yeah no matter where you are music is having an influence on what's going on around you yeah in some uh, way shape or form well okay uh, i might not have won this debate uh but i definitely won the argument about pr- uh, purple rain they clearly came out in 1984 and it was just really the movie and yes, the, the movie the and the soundtrack okay when did the uh now no, again so the soundtrack no to purple rain the, but that's what you're out. i think that's what you're mistaken about purple rain that is where purple rain comes from Purple Rain wasn't a part of like an album beforehand or wasn't like a Purple single Purple Rain was a song made for the film. Yes. Is which, okay. Or I don't I don't know what which one was made for either one. I but just see, know that they both That's what out. we need to know. Did Prince write the song Purple Rain and then say, I, 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 if I were to... This needs to be a movie. We need to ooh, get Apollonia. Yeah, we need... It's <laughs> <laughs> Apollonia. Oh, still, you're one of the... God. One of the baddest joints ever. Yeah, I needed you to say that. I couldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for yeah. reading my mind on that she one. She was yeah. legendary. Oh my Still. gosh! Yeah, she, she wasn't no the uh, what wasn't wasn't the brightest bulb in the uh, the, the batch there. Or, yeah. And you know, I, I say that, but really, the whole movie was really kind of dumb. Uh, actually, Purple Rain is one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen in my life. It, it was so stupid. Uh, nothing. N- their motivations never made any sense. The dialogue that, didn't make any sense. Really, I, I enjoy watching it, but yeah. every time I, I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Why did he ride that motorcycle to? I, I don't know. Lake Michigan. I, who knows? Uh, what was going on with Apollonia and him and uh, none of it? No, like so you see how you're the trying, relationship with his mom. Like how did all you of see that how you're in? trying to make sense of it? I went back purposely, like it was like two or three years ago, and I went back and because I I was like because I I woke up one day and for whatever reason, like I think when doves cry or um, I would die for you, it was just playing in my head. And I was yeah, like, you know what? I want to fucking watch a Purple Rain because I haven't watched it in a lot of years. I watched it. And I watched it with like, I really want to understand what the fuck's happening. And I yeah. I, I left with the same conclusion that yeah. I started with, which is nothing makes sense here. Prince took that with him <laughs> to the grave. <laughs> no, I, look, Prince did. No, no, it, do you know, the truth is, is I don't think, I think it was just one long music video. Hey, that might be. That's it. what I think. And that, that would be good Purple enough for me. Was. If, yeah, he, I, if he just said, hey, it was just. And I, and I don't think you really need to. It was like, a song turned into a movie. I, Hey, basically good yeah uh so if, if you were to ask me i would say that he made the song and then they were like fuck it let's make a movie for whatever reason mm-hmm. uh and then they made a movie i did that's what i would that's what i would come to so then the song would have come first no but you we're, you were talking about release you're saying that the song was released 
and then they came out with the movie. Okay, for it. well then the idea for the song turned into a film, so the song, the music was still first. Fair enough, but that's just my own. Um, and technically, the mu- the the song "Purple Rain" was released as a single in September when the movie came out in like July, uh, and so I could even go to the actual song. Um, are we gonna close out with "Purple Rain"? <laughs> Do we have the licenses yeah, for that? Yeah, can we? Sing? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can sing it. I never meant to cause you any trouble. No, let's not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> oh shit all right uh all right so i will i will uh i will i will concede that uh that that your arguments yeah, you know were i don't even feel like this better. was much of a debate though i think it was um that was a debate that was a, it, that, that debate. was a bit and, and i think that there's very much that there's a there's a lot of logic it was w- w- the reason why i didn't know which one i would come down on is because like in my heart, I want to say movies are more influential because that's, I think to me, m- movies have been more influ- influential than music. Mm-hmm. But I think logically, I think music is just clearly more yeah. influential than movies. Yeah. Yeah. By by all the things that you listed. So well done, my friend. Round of applause. Of course. I, uh, I, I remain victorious. I, I feel like I you don't remain. Tomorrow. This is the only argument right. that I've I'm ever gonna, I'm going to go with remain. <laughs> I remain victorious. Uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as always, uh, if you rock with us this long, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, but we need you to go ahead and display that uh, that appreciation you have for the podcast. Because we just gave you some fucking dimes. We talked about Lima Ritas. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Rams taking L's. We talked about, <laughs> we talked about what else did we talk about today? We talked about uh, the Grammys, uh, fucking what movies are coming out. Yeah, that nightmare of a movie that should terrify everybody. Uh, You've been listening to this entire show. You learned a lot. Yeah, we we, we dropped some jewels on you, all right? This was at least, like, this is a whole... um college semester in, in, in film and art and music. <laughs> hey, look, that's what we do here on The Faith. We, uh, we we make it appropriate that you skip everything else and you just listen to this us. This is an that's educational podcast. Yeah, of course. That, uh, look, I've got us uh, titled Under Education. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're not under entertainment. We don't do entertainment. Yeah. We educate. We should know? apply for like grants. I, hey, look, already on it. From the Applications <laughs> already filled out. <laughs> what we'll do with that money? I don't know. But, uh, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, get an intern in here. Yeah, we do. We know mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, hey, look, uh, if you would like to uh, 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 work with the Fade Podcast, you would like to uh, to to uh, help us out with uh, doing things, you know. Uh, You're an attractive young yeah. woman and you'd well, like to. Okay, now, now you've ruined it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were about to get an intern and then now you just. We were about to get grants. Now we just got sexual <laughs> harassment lawsuits. Uh, good job, Arena. Um, no, but uh, seriously, we we, we we I'll be looking for something like that sometime soon. But uh, more, more on that assistant. to come. We, we need something like that. Yeah, we gotta like, uh, have, like, give it a cool title. Uh, production assistant, I feel like is appropriate. Yeah, you're right. Everybody yeah. does want to be a production assistant. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so, anyways, if you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. We'll hit that share, uh, button. share button. We'll uh, we'll definitely be indebted to you. Um, and, uh, drop us some comments. Let us know. There was one question I think I had from the podcast that I was like, Hey, if like, there's like oh, a, a horror Western movie. horror movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let and us know about if that you shit. you too like Lima Rita's, no. uh, give us a comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Nobody's also, if you're that. looking for a good film to watch yeah. at any, 
at any point in time, weekday, yeah. weekend, check out Purple Rain. Yeah. Um, no, don't, don't think no, too no, much no, into no, it. No, just watch don't, it. Don't, don't watch that. Just uh, just listen to the soundtrack. Uh, I feel like no, if you, if you use that as a record, that's o- we only like Purple Rain because of the nostalgia. If some 15-year-old kid popped in Purple Rain, they'd be like, what the fuck is this yeah, nonsense? Yeah, very true. <laughs> if you are... <laughs> If you're in high school right now and you watch Purple Rain, you're like, what the fuck? You're like, what were you guys on? You just start apologizing and cleaning. Like, what, I don't know what I did. What mom kind and dad, of Molly were you guys is on? Is this the shit this? you guys watch? Yeah, like kids these days have to look at their like yeah. parents or grandparents. Yeah. Especially like, like, you remember like when Prince and, and Rick James, they yeah. all wore like the tight spandex and shit. No, no, actually, t- truth be told, that's, that, that actually might play very well right now like the outfits and shit but what wouldn't make any what you couldn't apologize for is or what you would have to apologize for is the story nothing about the yeah. story made well, any i'm thinking about sense. like eddie murphy's like raw that red patent yeah. leather on raw yeah <laughs> and then like a, like older people these days will like question young kids for wearing like skinny jeans like, yeah that, but that's more patent leather but that's tights. what jay-z said right he's like uh guys acting like Tupac didn't have a nose ring you know like yeah like it's all preposterous everybody's like in like every time I see a stupid fucking meme about like yo this generation be like this and it'll be some crazy kid wearing something whatever and then you'll see some uh then it'll be like my every, generation every was generation like this questionable. and then they'll be wearing some fucking like poofy fucking jacket some oversized jeans and shit and you're like and I'm looking at the two like neither of these look preferable. Like yeah. you, you wouldn't be able to go into an interview in any of these <laughs> in either of this gear. I think the only <laughs> non-questionable generate was like the 90s, right? Like the, no, the, the 80s well, were a little you're, bit you're, like you're talking nonsense. Now. The 80s were like no, what? no, no, no. You're talking and, even more nonsense. In the 2000s, everything was baggy and big and ridiculous. The 90s, no, what, what, what was like right what now? Wasn't baggy fashion? in the 90s? Of course, everything was well, baggy yeah, in the things 90s. Things were baggy in the 90s too, but like between like 2000 and 2010, yeah shit was like fashion was in a weird place right between, i think you think that because between you're older. 1990 and 1999 it, it was no, like i'm saying that because f- that fashion the 90s fashion is back now 80s fashion no. will never come back no 80s what are you talking about people are going to the uh, bell bottoms people are going to the, the fucking fuck is wearing bell uh what do you call it uh rhinestoning everything what the, the, the dazzle? bedazzle yeah no, bedazzling no everything come on People are doing that. That's it's, it's in coming Miami. Back. Uh, high top fades uh, came back oh, strong. That was nineties, not eighties. Eighties, yeah, of course. Eighties was uh, high tops. What do you mean 80s. that spilled? That spilled into the nineties. Late eighties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get let's the fuck get out, out of here. here. <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening to us. Uh, we'll be back again at some point I'm in back time. Again. Yeah, uh, hopefully with a press play for you. I wanted to do a press play tonight, but uh, we'll do one the worst sorry uh, guys so therefore we did not have a press play for you and i'm just wasting time until my phone decides it wants to act correct have it queued up so it can, in I, advance i try to have it queued up but i also want to play this some is why we need a young female <laughs> why does it have to be female you're you're making it weird stop making it weird i'm not making it weird yeah it, it really is weird when you say we need a young female that's yeah. like look man look uh the fate podcast is a separate organization to just the rain if you guys want to uh, uh incriminate him <laughs> well, I'm looking for a production. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, With that weirdness, we're going to hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace.